We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. The Vale Podcast, driven by pioneer Ford Robinvale. It's worth the drive. You sponsor... Oh, there's a new sponsor. Well, a, a repeated sponsor, yes. Right. Pioneer Forge. Ben has been getting a lot of free plugs, that's all I'm going to say. I don't know whether they're free plugs. They are Clear Eyes Media clients right. and this is right. a Clear Eyes Media production. Yes. Nice we- and warm in here. Yes. Isn't it? With the smell of uh, food. Aaron, what do you call those? Arancini logs, maybe? I would call them Aaron. Oh, they're just Arancini's rice balls. Arancini balls, though. Uh, yeah, but balls. oh, look! If you're going to get technically technical, technically, technically <laughs> technical, technical uh, they're they're ice balls. Yes. Don't don't all the. I was tines... working uh, super hard today. This you morning. didn't do any of that. Yeah, I drove around Mum's and uh, picked them up, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I thank you, and I thank mm. you, Mum, for making them. They are delicious. Thanks, Mary. They're lovely. And I don't make them at all. But you know what I did say last night on Facebook, and now I'm craving it. Bust the broccoli. Oh, uh, yeah. On the Robinvale Estate page, yep. Kim had put it up yeah. with garlic and, and yeah, garlic and chilli olive oil. Yeah. And now I need to make it tonight, but I haven't made it in years. And some cannelloni beans too in there. Mm, nah, let's not ruin it. Not a big fan of beans. Well, yes, but other people are not when I eat them. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fine. Um, That's going to have to learn to deal with it. <laughs> That's what I tell my husband yeah. daily. Hey, you. Been missing. Yes, I missed a big uh, outside broadcast. Yeah, last week. Mm. yeah. Shame we missed Which you. Which was a shame because I've realised now I want an air fryer. Oh, I got an air fryer. Yeah, they sold out. Yeah, and that was ninety nine dollars. Luke used it last night. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Luke co- even cooked a steak in there last night. How'd that go? Good. Apparently, I wasn't well, home, but apparently, good. Uh, we've got Ash coming in later. Yes, and this is the reason why I want one because he's got one and he does everything. Doesn't he live at your place though? Yeah. So can't you use his? Yeah, no, but when I'm in Mildura. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's but amazing. It, uh, apparently if you get the bigger one, you can do all kinds of stuff like roasts. and Roasts? Kind of yeah. Well, yeah, Luke reckoned the steak that he made in the air fryer last night, apart from not being caramelised on either side, yeah. he reckons it was amazing. And yeah. the roast potatoes was spot on. Well, there you go, Carrie Ann. I was slightly Get some more in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was slightly skeptical, but bargain. It was a sunbeam one for $99. Our sponsors this month, however, and for the next few months, are Pioneer Ford, where the cardboard effigy of yourself. <laughs> where that was going. <laughs> well, nowhere. Nowhere. Oh, no, when you said F, I, I didn't know what that was. <laughs> I know, I'm having a bad speech day, yeah. lack of sleep, I yeah. think. Where your cardboard self resides. Yeah. Um, but I hear you, you got a very lovely compliment from another man this week. Yeah. Well, John Neal, uh, he emailed me for other stuff. It wasn't just about the cardboard cutter. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't just a dedicated, really no. nice email. <laughs> it was just a nice email. <laughs> <laughs> On the bottom of it, here again, don't anyone ever tell you you're more, not more than a cardboard cutter. <laughs> See, this befuddles me because John says he hasn't listened to the podcast in well, quite some time. Oh, maybe he's seen it Facebook though. Oh, he could have too. Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, okay. He's a, he's a big fan. Yeah, well, I think everybody's a big fan of Cardboard Charlie. We've no, got no, some... a big fan of Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Um, you said Ash is coming in. Yes. What's Ash coming in to talk about? Uh, well, currently, um, so uh, everyone knows, well, they should know by now, that in Rumbale the paramedics um, work with an ambulance community officer. Mm-hmm. So Ashley is an ambulance community officer. Yes. Or ACO. Mm. Uh, but in the not too distance, well, not in the in the future, we're kind of going to be a bit short. So there's a few that are leaving. Oh, who's uh, leaving? Are you um, allowed to say or no? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a couple that have taken um, a bit of a leave of absence because of the whole COVID things and having to look after kids. Yeah, got you. So there was, and then another guy's on work cover. So he's not coming back for a while. Oh, through work cover through AV. No, no, for his normal job. Okay, yep. And uh, we've got one that probably will be getting the job, hopefully, fingers crossed, as a paramedic. Oh, really? Soon. That's exciting. Is that Ash? No, no, Uh. that's another one. He's already done the degree. Uh, And because Crystal has also left the um, police here, 
She's yeah. moved on as well. And I only found that out this morning when I I, I emailed her. And Andy as well. Oh, stop it. <laughs> so Wow. That's a good cover. Yeah. That's a great cover, Charlie. Uh-oh. Andy's transferred out. We're never going to meet the real Andy. And I've still got his um, I've still got his uniform. <laughs> What's the name on the back of it? Andy. So oh, we just have to find another Andy. Andy <laughs> wants to play Valkamos next year. <laughs> Come and see me. You have to be pretty small because you wasn't that big. Uh so we're looking. I think this might be a small to a medium size uh, player. You could even find somebody else whose name is not Andy and just rebrand yeah, I'm, them. Yeah, I'm just call you Andy. Yeah, yeah. why not? We've also got um, Anita from RDHS popping in to give us a COVID update. Scene Victoria has, uh, let's say, regressed for want of a better adjective. Yep. Mm. Those city slickers. <laughs> Don't say that. But I have noticed, however. Looking around this week, being the first week of Victorian school holidays. A lot of out-of-towners. A lot of out-of-towners. A lot of – and I did see um, Alison from the Robinvale Bridge Motel had put up yesterday on Facebook that they are being very vigilant with getting um, postcodes and finding out exactly where you're from because if you rock up and you're from one of the lockdown suburbs, there's every chance you'll be – Well, not – there's a good chance. There's a higher than average chance. And a higher than usual, yeah. and being that usual would be zero chance of being turned yeah. around. Um, but they are being very vigilant, even if it means, you know, stay in your room and don't go out and we'll bring you food and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So That'd be boring. It would be boring, <laughs> but big four caravan parks, I think, have done the same thing. Not sure about the caravan park here. Yeah. Um, it looks fairly busy down there. Very busy. Oh. Mm-hmm. On other, well, related news. How good do the new lines look? On the way yeah, here? I know, right? <laughs> I know. I was actually at council yesterday and Luke called me and he went, geez, new lines look good. And I went, yeah. do they? I haven't yeah. seen them, but okay, yeah. They're just, they'll just finish it off as I came in now. Yes, and don't they make a difference? Yeah. I makes, was concerned. and it makes more sense now. Yes, but yeah. and I'm still concerned that um, about the wear and tear after the water blasting, uh, you know, because okay. that can yeah. – but for now, it's made a phenomenal difference and, and it I'd looks say great. there'll be signs explaining stuff. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, they will. <laughs> and the landscaping's due to start soon. Um, local contractors got that too. So once all that's done. Yeah, that looks good. It will look brilliant. Yeah. And it will look brilliant yes. eventually. We've just got to get there. And it's a process. You have to trust the process, Charlie. Yes, yes. Mm. So um, I wonder if, um, and if you are listening out there, the Facebook worries. Maybe you congratulate people on some good work that they've done instead of just bagging them. Uh, wouldn't that be nice? Hey, mm. you want to run for council come October no. 24? No, 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 no yeah. I'm, I'm busy that day. Yeah, it's yeah. apparently <laughs> the answer I get everywhere, although yeah. I have got my eye and have asked someone in Robinvale who I think would be a really strong candidate so we could perhaps have two um, if we're lucky. When's the AFL grand final? Because it's, it's going to be later. So Never. Will it be then? I don't know. Like I've almost written the season off. Like it's almost a, a oh, round robin tournament. Which wins the last Don't few games. We're going to go talk to <laughs> Anita oh, yeah, from RDHS. Yeah, See ya. Blues had a win. <laughs> your Ford dealer is open and ready to help your business get back to business with high vis value with the special edition Ranger Sport 4x4 3.2 litre auto for only forty nine four ninety drive away. And don't forget to check if your business is eligible for the government's instant asset write-off this financial year. So hurry into your Ford dealer now. Recommended price for instant asset write-off. See treasury.gov.au and seek professional advice. See ford.com.au for details. You know how I said I missed you? Not so much. You know, not so much. No. That's worn oh, off oh, and it's taken a... Pa- a- totally vegan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm. Ash, sit closer to the microphone so we can actually hear you. That would be great. Thanks. No. Uh, no, I can't actually. Is that well, on? I don't think it's on. Oh, there you go. Thank you. How's, how's that? Ah, Testing one, two, good. three. Are you a vegan, Ash? I'm not a vegan. I just don't really eat too much meat. Well, there's no meat in rice balls. Oh, yeah, I'd eat a rice ball. Mm. Love me some rice balls. <laughs> oh, I'm going to steer. <laughs> I'm going to. Huh. Anyway, nice to see you. Thank you. Nice to see you. How too. are you coping with COVID? Thank you for having me. I mean, we started. Yes. Oh. <laughs> How am I coping with COVID? Mm. Uh, quite well. Are you? Yeah. Busy? Uh, yes. You've yes, got about 15 jobs. Only two at the moment. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I suppose Euston Club's not. Hugely busy, or are you still working it's there? Picked up, yeah, yeah? yeah, I'm still there. Uh, it's it's definitely picked up. It started off really quiet when we reopened, mm-hmm. but it's definitely picked up, and 
everyone starting to come out again. Oh, that's good. Where else are you working at the moment apart from being an ACO? An ACO. So just the Euston Club and ACO. Right. Yeah. I do do a uh, loft every now and then. Yes. Short. Mm. And we do yeah. enjoy a coffee made by Ash. Yes, I've got my loft yeah. coffee here. It's delicious. Same. Did you make it? No, I didn't make it. Same. And you know what? I brought Charlie, thanks it, to Jacinda, the e- the evil now. genius. Yeah. Didn't last very long. Caramel muffin. Oh, I've seen that on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Good? Yeah. <sighs> so good. Yeah. Oh, all is right in the world. I don't care what else is going on. <laughs> now no. that caramel's back, July is going to be super. It <laughs> really month is. of the year. Is it your birthday? Yeah. Yeah, cool. I thought you should How old you are you, that? No, I don't know. How that. old are you turning? Um... Forty-three? No. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm not. Forty-two? Maybe. Yeah. 42. Oh, sorry. Massive difference. Yeah. I'm still forty-one. <laughs> no. I'm turning twelve. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, anyway, um, Ash. Reason why we got you in here today. Mm. Um, so, becoming an ACO. How did you find that process? Well, it all started when I was making coffees at Loft, <laughs> working on the coffee machine, and this bloke comes up to me and says, oh, how would you think about uh, working as an ACO? That's me. And that's Charlie. <laughs> it's exactly how he sounded. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, never really thought about it. And I went home and thought about it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, sent him a message on Facebook, and um, he said, come in and we'll have a chat. And I did. And uh, that, that's history. The rest is history. But how was the process? Like it apart lot, from it did, it apart did, from a bloke coming in and saying really the process is does take a little bit. Um by the time you do your paperwork and then you hear back. I guess that's like anything though. Mm. Um especially in the government, they're pretty slow. Mm. Um so yeah, I went and had a chat to Charlie about it and uh sounded pretty interesting. So I applied and you have an interview and um It was like one of those ones with a torch. It was me and Nordo with a torch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean over, not yeah. like a stick burning? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what you were getting at. <laughs> um, so, yeah, had the interview and and was told I was successful, mm-hmm. which was really exciting. Didn't know what I was getting myself into. Um, and, yeah, and then they, they put you through all the, the training and um, – And how long's the training? Well, you go you go to Bendigo. I went to Bendigo. Yeah. They're in different places, I think, sometimes. Oh, there is one coming up in Bendigo, but that's – you're too late for that one if you want to apply. But there's one in November and it will either be Oyen or Bendigo. Okay. Oyen. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's handy. So they try and keep it regional. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So you don't have to travel too far because at the end of the day you're still volunteering your time. Yes. So they don't want you to, like, have to travel to mm. Bendigo. Yeah. Fair enough. So how long is the training? How long does the training go on for? So it was only uh, two weekend blocks. Oh, really? Uh, the initial training. And then we have training every month. Right. So we actually – our trainer is actually Charlie. So that's this bloke. <laughs> uh, he does our training uh, once a month. Yep. And we just have uh, different different things we do every month. Oh. Um, so what did we do? We had training last week. Charlie yeah. provided pizza, which was great, thanks to the golf club. Of course. Delicious. Yeah. And it was, uh, you know why I bought food? Because uh, it was one on ethics. Because there's one that we have to deliver every year. Every year. So yeah. I'm, I'm lost on pizza and ethics. I'm bad at no, maths. No. Can you do the maths <laughs> no, for No, no, I bought pizza because the topic was going to be ethics and I thought this is going to put everyone to sleep. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I need yeah. to liven things up. I'm all about if there's not food at a meeting, it can be an email. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So pizzas is good and the pizza at the golf club's good too. Yeah, yeah. we had uh, like these Asian platters. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah delicious. Yeah, yeah with Real the mini dim sims and stuff. Yeah. And oh, yeah, good. and also we should thank the golf club because they did donate a bit of food. Mm. Yeah, no? thank oh, you. Oh, that's golf good. Club. Yeah, they do a lot club. of good stuff. The golf club. Yeah, I had a coffee out there this morning actually. Yeah, um, with Elaine McGuerta, who's now retired. Yes, thank you for your service, Elaine, at the Eastern <laughs> Club. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like a <laughs> <laughs> Chuck that in. Uh, it's great out there. We sat outside and it was beautiful. It's beautiful. So nice. It's so relaxing. underrated. Yeah. yeah, when the resort is up and running, they really have to yeah. employ a marketing manager. <clears throat> not media. Yeah, <laughs> um, to only, really get it out. If only you knew someone on the board. I know, on the committee. Yeah, I know, I know, right? (laughs) Conflict of interest, though. If if only only. I knew someone close could be a conflict of interest, so we'd have to leave the room. All about good governance, Charlie. Let's not forget that. Um, However, 
two weekends of training and then training every month. Is that ongoing? Yeah. Ongoing, yes, always. Always. Yep. Yep. Okay, that's so, good. Yeah, so it's the two the two full on weekends where yep. you learn all the hands on stuff, yep. all the all the basic stuff yep. that you use at every job, mm-hmm. uh, and then yeah, it's every month um, to keep your skills up and. You're learning on the job. Yeah, I, I was going to say, learned. let's face it, you're going to learn more on the yeah, job. Yeah, 100%. Than what you are, oh, that's uh, at any yeah. training day. Every job, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Every single job. As far as, because when I think about jobs in emergency services and healthcare, I think, wouldn't it be great to be able to do something like that? Yeah, it's amazing. But for those of us who think about then what, what type of awful things you'd see. And how you have to be – and Anita from RDHS is here as well. Hi, Anita. Hello, Jade. How are you? <laughs> Good. It's one of those things that I – that would prevent me from from doing yeah. a job that you guys you guys all do Yeah. because I'm just not built to deal with trauma. Yeah. And, I, I mean, it's not for everybody, mm. um, but – and I didn't think that I'd be – I'd love it this much. Didn't you? No, no. So I you thought, had res- reservations you, as well? I thought, oh, there's going to be things I'm going to see that – I don't think I can handle. Yeah. It's it's different. It's yeah. You get there and you just do it and it's amazing. Really? You meet amazing people. You know, people you meet on the job, their worst day, they're so cool. They're the coolest people you ever meet. Their really? stories and, yeah, it's great. See, the stories and the having conversation, yeah. especially with the elderly yeah. people in the community. I love yeah. sitting down and just hearing stories because yeah. um, I don't have grandparents anymore. But the things like like the bad stuff – like the you know having to go and yeah. to tra- traumatic events and things like that. I just yeah, and oh. family. yeah. yeah. And after I suppose the family after I suppose not so much the patient. Is that the bit that you find yeah. the hardest? That's always been the hardest for me. And and I think living in a small town is difficult because you see all the patients, you see everybody you deal with, mm. and sometimes that can be a nice thing, and you know you might get a hello or a smile or a wave, and sometimes it can be a little bit um, I don't want to say awkward, but harder. Because yeah. you see them in town, and but it's all part of the experience, and you feel like you're doing good, and you are doing good, and you get paid awesome money. Do you? Yeah, it's great. Mm. I thought Ambos were. Hard. I mean, I know you're not harm at Dubai, but you're not married and don't have kids, so no. <laughs> you've already kicked goals as far as the secrets to wealth no, go. Uh, um, no, Ambo is going to complain about their pay. Really? No, we're and we're well looked after. Is it more about because? Up until maybe the last two years, there was a lot of like industrial stuff going yeah, on. So our industrial action lasted three years. Yeah. But after that three years, we got an awesome deal. Really? Yeah. So you're all happy now and it's a great job. Yeah, a great we place went from being at. probably the, like the worst paid. Well, we were the worst paid yep. uh, in the country yep. by like a good 20 grand. As far as Ambos go? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to being now the highest paid. Wow. Yeah. And ACOs didn't used to get paid. It used to be a voluntary service. I thought so. I thought yeah. it was a voluntary some thing. Some people still think we it's a voluntary, which you are volunteering your time in the sense of I'm on call now, so I'm not getting paid now, but as soon as that page goes off, I yep. get paid and, and it's good. Yeah. So when you're on call though, you can go and have your coffee at Loft. Yeah. Yeah. That's and why sit there, Which is why you do Every that. Every single day. Yeah. And half your life. <laughs> why wouldn't you? That's right. And, and also another added bonus is is they pay for all your courses. So oh. yeah, so if it's a if it's a pathway you're thinking that you might want to go down, mm. whether it might not be, they pay for your certificate two, your certificate three, your certificate four, your diploma, and you can even go all the way through to your bachelor. And if you're lucky, they'll mm. they'll uh, sponsor you so, the whole way. Yeah, well, mine was a real sponsored degree. So was it really? Yeah. So mine was completely sponsored, which was great. Wow. Yeah. So that's and that's a bachelor grand. in. I didn't have to pay. In Sixty grand. Yeah. God, university's expensive, isn't it? Mm. Oh, gosh. And is that a degree in paramedicine? Uh, yeah, I've got a Bachelor in param- uh, Paramedic Science. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, and AV, Ambulance Victoria, will pay for that. Yeah. That's incredible. But when he says they will pay for it, there's, a lot, of, pay there's for it. a lot of hoops. <laughs> there's a lot of hoops. Don't think that, oh, I'm going to sign up as an ACO and then tomorrow – that's it. Enrolling uni, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that easy. No, no. no. I mean, nothing ever. That, yeah, if, if that's what you want to do, then yes. it's definitely an option that you should look at. Wow. And, and if you're in in town mm. and you have another job like Ash, like why not do it? Well, that's and it. And if it's a pathway you want to like go down in the future, and that's that's the thing, isn't it? Because you're on call, living in town is kind of important. Or yeah. I think there's a certain distance, is there? That Sam lives out of town. Yeah, she's on the cusp. Oh, is she? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you wouldn't want to live any further yeah. than that. Okay. Um, uh, but also, and this is why another reason why we got Ash in, did we talk about it on the first cut or the second cut? Mm-hmm. Uh, we are looking for a lot more ACOs oh, just yes. 
due to people uh, leaving. Mm. Yeah, we've got a few people leaving, which is really sad because we do have a good group now. Like, you know, you become family. Yeah. You bond over it and, you know, we all chat in our, in our group chat daily. Yeah, just and bitch about how shit my uh, training days are. <laughs> <laughs> but how good the pizza is. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, de- I definitely up. think if you're looking to do something for your community and you think you can do it, this is it. Like, you know, Robin Valley is we, – we really need ACOs. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot of fun. It's hard work. It's good money. It's a sense of family and a sense of community. Robinville yeah. is, is fairly busy. So yeah. uh, some of the other ACO branches like Oyen and, well, Nia West and stuff like that, they don't really get the jobs that we get here. Yeah, okay. So um, like like when Ash said it's good money, it's because uh, he is doing a lot of work though. Mm. He is out a fair bit. Yeah. If that makes sense. Would you ever be on call and not get a call out? Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, not, it, it does happen. It's really, it's really hard to pick. You could have nothing for two days, literally, and then you could have ten jobs in. In an afternoon. No, yeah. not an afternoon. But, <laughs> no, but you can. Like ten yeah. jobs in a row straight after mm. each other. So. so being an ACO, though, are you mm. bound by um, how many hours you can do or how many jobs you can go on? How, how does the being on call period work? So, uh, oh, do you want to answer? But so what? Because <laughs> Ash doesn't answer. know. <laughs> I just do what I'm told. <laughs> um, no, so with paramedics, obviously, we have to have ten hour breaks, uh, but mm. and that can get broken. But it's it's also up to the paramedic himself to say, oh, I'm tired, and I'll take a fatigue break. So I'll have ten hour fatigue break. So hopefully, that the paramedic, the paramedic that's working with the ACO, is saying, look, I'm going to take a fatigue break. I really think you should too, mm. and we'll organise someone else to be, be the ACO. For that next ten hours or so, right? But I know in the past, like I know, like Ash or one of the other ones have said, "Oh, I am tired and I've got to go to work tonight." Yeah. So can someone else do the mm. day for me? Mm. Which is fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why we need more ACOs because we're a big team and we need to work together. And if I'm not available, you know, I can call someone else. Can mm. you do my shift? And or if sense. Ash is tired, like we just yeah. said, like if he wants mm. to have a bit of a rest because you've got to work tonight. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you can say, "Oh, Bobby, can you come in and?" Yeah. Do my, uh, you know, do the 10 hours and talk mm. tonight. Or, yeah. Or. So how many ACOs are there at the moment? Well, I think we 10. But, yeah. See, 10 sounds like a lot to me. Yes, but there's, like I was saying before, um, there's two that are on uh, leave of leave, absence. yep. So one due to kids and one due to, um, uh, well, we're covering another job. Yep. Uh, we've got... Uh, we can cut that out, it's fine. We've got some leaving. I won't say who's leaving then. then uh, but there is a few that are leaving. Yeah. So, uh, and also too, um, like Ash and Bobby do do a fair bit of it at the mm. moment, but it does take a lot out of you. Because mm. like, um, you've got to think, with, like paramedics are having eight on, six off. Yeah. But sometimes these guys are working more. Yeah. So... Like, it does take a lot out of them. Mm. Especially, like, and we do get busy at times in Rumble. Mm. So, yeah. I can imagine. Which the is more we got. And also, if you if you can do days, like weekdays, it yeah. would be perfect. Yeah. And and just to make it um, so people feel a bit more comfortable, I, myself and Bobby had no, well, most of us had no experience in anything before we started. Oh, you've no had experience in some things. It, no healthcare. No healthcare, no yeah, health yeah. experience. I was the same. I started as an ACO yeah. and I was a blocky. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need so. anything to start with. As long as you've got a passion and a will and a sense of community, yep. then I think you do great because we're really lucky um, with our boys. Charlie's now in Mildura, but he looks after us in a training sense. Mm. Um, Quentin's now our, our team manager. Mm-hmm. And Cole, um, he's retired. So he's transitioning to retirement. Transitioning to retirement. Oh, which I rang is him today. Really I was going to try and get him to come in. Well, he's in Sydney. No, he's, he was in Wagga having breakfast. Oh, well, yeah. they're on their way back, are they? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because Jason's off to Dubai. Yeah. Has gone oh, yeah. for six months. six months. Six months deployment overseas. He's in the Navy? Yes. yes. Anyway, he was talking us up. Let's leave him go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we're, <laughs> yeah, we're really lucky. Like, we really get looked after. Our boys have looked after us. Well, I've only been in ACO for a couple of years, but I'm sure. You know, forever that they've been looked after, which we're really lucky. Hmm. Um, yeah, so definitely. Are you happy now? Yes. Look at him sitting over there yeah. glowing. Yeah. yeah. But Charlie's in Mildura now, so he's no longer in Robinbow. Yeah, exactly. So he's no longer <laughs> part of this group. So it's just Quentin. So what's, what's the process though? So how do you start? If someone's listening to this and go, you know what? I reckon I could give this a go. I'm not 100% sure I could deal with it. Mm. But if Ash says that he thought the same way. I'm willing to give it a go. Where do you start? Where do you go? Well, there is a couple of ways. So the 
like straight down the line way is you can get on the AB website and you can put an expression of interest in okay. to become an ACO. Yep. Uh, and that's one way to do it. The easiest way to do it is give myself, Quentin, even Ash, a call. Mm-hmm. Um, well, myself and Quentin can just print out the stuff and just give them to them straight away. Yeah. Get, get the ball running. Yep. Rolling. Uh, rolling. Balls don't run. Balls ain't <laughs> got legs, Charlie. Uh, Anyway. <laughs> I thought so, we weren't going there. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, that's the, that's probably the easiest way. And like mm. we're around, just well, and I think our phone numbers are kind of available somewhere. I'm sure they would be listed somewhere. Yeah, please, but everyone in Rombal's got your phone uh, number. Haven't they? Yeah, worst case scenario, uh, head down to the branch. Someone's always there. Yeah. Okay. Um, Someone should be there. Is, it, is the building, speaking of the branch, is it finished? Uh, well, I don't know if we can mention this yet either, but <laughs> there is going to be uh, a grand opening. Oh, is there? Yeah. Mm. It's going to be a naming thing as well. Oh. Uh-huh. Which Ooh, I think What I'm are we going to name no, it? No, I can't say the name thing yet because that's not done. <laughs> no, well, obviously, but are there names being? No, there's one picked. Is there? Yeah. Oh, could I guess? Could no. we run a book on it? <laughs> you know, you'll never guess. Oh, wouldn't I? No, oh. probably not. Yeah. Yeah. That's boring. Yeah. I would have hoped it would be something local. It is. It is. It's really nice. It is. It's a nice one. Anyway, we won't talk about it. You don't think I could guess? I reckon I could guess. <laughs> well, I don't want you to guess. Not, not guess on radio. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. Right. What's that noise? I don't know. This happened last time. I think it's got something to do with the heater. I've got to get Jack. So these little things over here, this is completely off topic, but those little things over oh, there are the insulation to make this into a studio that Quinton has been doing in his... We haven't dimensioned. Well, I don't know. Oh. I, I, again, this is an operational thing and I don't deal with operations. Oh, fair enough. Um, that's for Quint and Jack, Jack. to handle. Um, but he's obviously done three of them, so meh. We'll see what happens. But last time this happened, I couldn't hear it. When I'm in post-production mode, so. Oh, so maybe it is just um, that. Yeah, it could Efficient. be the vibration. Get some foam under the table. Look, it's a work in progress, but we're getting there. <laughs> we are getting there. Ash, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. Did your pager just go off? No, it didn't. No. Oh, you better have a rice ball then. I'll have a rice ball. Thank you for having me. And, uh, yeah, if anyone's thinking of ACOing, jump in. What, what, first of all, again, ACO stands for? Ambulance Community Officer. There we go. AKA Superhero. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yes, Anita. We actually had your. Um, I think he's from Melbourne, liaison person, come and meet with us the other day, um, asking if we could enthuse some of the indigenous community into becoming. Oh, Michael. Racist. Oh, he's talking about Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So he's well, I've, yeah, I tried that a few years ago, um, and I went down to MBAC and see if I could. Uh, but at the time, there was no youngish people that were willing. We've got an awesome. Aboriginal health liaison officer that could probably enthuse some people. Well, so I'll give you my number later. Mm. <laughs> he was unfortunately he wasn't there when um, Michael Michael came yeah. to meet with us, but he's going to catch up with him. Yeah, no who's the original liaison officer at RDHS? Malcolm, his name is Malcolm, and I I remember seeing something, and he's lovely and he's very enthusiastic. He actually lives in Mildura, but he is a um, his um, partner is from has family up here. Okay. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. I remember seeing something, I think, on Facebook about yes. Malcolm. Yeah, like he was on the Men's Health Week. Right, yep, mm. that's where I've seen it. Excellent. Hair down here instead of up here. Yep. That's <laughs> um, okay. Hey, what's wrong with but that? That's all right. Nothing, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. That's fine. Um, but he's um, great. We, he's really making really good um, inroads at MVAC too. So Great. Great to hear. Excellent. We're going to come back and talk to you about the whole COVID debacle in a second. Your Ford dealer is open and ready to help your business get back to business with high-vis value with the special edition Ranger Sport 4x4 3.2 litre auto for only 49490 drive away. And don't forget to check if your business is eligible for the government's instant asset write-off this financial year. So hurry into your Ford dealer now. Recommended price for instant asset write-off. See treasury.gov.au and seek professional advice. See ford.com.au for details. So that instant asset tax write-off's been extended to the end of the year and is a really good thing. <laughs> it is, only because. So my tax is almost Wait, now up to date. Didn't we say Noel said it wasn't a good thing? No, well, no. Noel said check whether it's right for you, just like that Pioneer yeah. Ford ad just did. Yes. Check if it's right for your circumstances. Right. So if you wind up with a big bill or if you did end up with a big bill. By you, from Pioneer Ford. 
but you still can and depreciate yeah. it, but you would have had to have done that by June 30. Because uh, um, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, I'm not sure whether you can still use it for this financial year, but it's been extended till the end of the year, but I'm assuming that would be for the 2021 financial year uh, okay. now. Um, but can be a good thing to offset some tax. But Noel did say. Be wary. If you be don't, wary. If you don't have a tax bill. But it just means you can't. You can't use it again next, next year. year. Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. Then you just keep up to date with your tax and make sure you pay enough and yeah. job's good. Anita. Yes, Jane. How are you? Yeah, speaking of tax, yeah. Anita. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about tax. Oh, well, tax and health, two things yeah. that I am not an expert in, which is why we're talking to you and why we talk to Noel on a regular basis. And just so we're clear, I know nothing about tax. Yeah. That's why we have accountants. Put all the stuff together and send it to the accountant. Yes. Yes. Send it to Southern Cross Business Business Advisors. Advisors. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) (laughs) However, this COVID debacle. Yes. Or is it a debacle? Are we getting a beat up or is it Melbourne? What is, what in your professional opinion? Well, I think this was always going to happen, that there was going Mm. to be like a bit of a... uh, Second wave, not really second wave, but uh, more cases in Melbourne. Mm. I think it's a little unfair that the other states are tarring all of Victoria with the same COVID brush. <gasps> well, Dan kind of started it, didn't he? Yes, he did. Mm. Um, but but well, I was talking about this today. Um, like, think about all the lot of young people who are in some of those um, lockdown mm. areas who are from this region, so their licence will still say, you know, 3549, uh, but... They're from. They're actually now living in mm. Melbourne, uh, and then they travel back and forth. So, yep. like, we can't really. If you're Victorian, you just have to. You just have to wear it. Mm. Kind of thing. Yep. Can't you just like just be responsible? Take a bit of responsibility and go. Okay, well, I live in one of these hotspot cluster areas. Yeah, but people are always trying to. I know, but I don't, and I don't understand why we're always looking for a loophole. Like, this is health at stake here. <laughs> Like, don't look for a loophole. It's the Australian way. I know. It really is, unfortunately, isn't it? We're always looking to see how we can get around the rules. Well, you know what? This is not so much rules as in it's for health and well-being. Yeah. And my concern is and has always been that, yeah, okay, if I got it, no big deal. But if I then pass it on to my dad, who's a cancer patient. Then it becomes a big deal. Then it becomes a really big deal. Mm. So, you know. And that was kind of ultimately, ultimately what led me to make the decision not to do massage anymore because yeah. I can't, I can't trust people to do the right thing. Simple yeah. as that. No. Yeah. Yeah. You, you'll notice if you come to Robin Vale, we're still in lockdown. We've, yes. We've decided that's the best way to protect our aged care clients, mm. um, residents, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you do come down, we're still taking your temperature. We are asking now if you've been to Melbourne. And then if they say yes, have you been to any of those particular suburbs in the last 14 days? A bit like we did with the overseas travel way Mm. back when all of this craziness started. Mm. Um, And unfortunately, if you've been to any of those, we have to say, let's work out a different way to to see you. you." Um, uh, You may be aware that a lot of our clinicians go into New South Wales health facilities. New South Wales health have basically said, no visits to Melbourne at all. I haven't broken it down into suburbs. If you've been to Melbourne, you cannot go into a New South Wales health facility. Oh, so wow. we have basically had to say to our workers who work in New South Wales health, um, sorry, but you can't even go to Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is pretty tough. Yeah, and yeah, it is tough, but we got everything we need here. What do you need to go to Melbourne for? Oh, except we've we employ a lot of very young clinicians who's who this is often their first Job away from home. Yeah, okay. And a lot of people are missing their parents. Yes, yeah. I'm sure they are too. And that would be tough. What was it? I was watching something the other day and they mentioned that, oh, you know what? It was MasterChef. Uh, and I know. That's where you get all your good news from. No, 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 it wasn't yeah, news. That's hard but, stuff. But, it, but it was hard hitting because Melissa had tried a dish of pose and she, she burst into t- – stop laughing, Charlie. <laughs> this is serious. And it was emotional and it was emotive and it was heart-wrenching. She tried a, a dish of pose and she started crying because she really misses her mum. Mm. And I thought if, if I was in the same boat, I'd probably be – a bit devo as well. Look, before the first lockdown, I said to the staff, if there's anyone who thinks they're not going to last this out, mm. just let us know and go home and we'll sort it out Yeah, later. And everyone put on a brave face, but I'd say about two months in we had some really, um, really sad 
staff just hanging out. Once once Easter was called off, yeah, that yeah. was sort of like the end. So everyone was sort of hanging out for the June long weekend. Mm. So a few got to go home then. Well, that's good. But do any of them live in any of those? No. Su- oh, they don't. No, oh, great. But Can as you a run mummy through? with a university child, who we've already we we brought him home right with the second case at Melbourne Uni. Right. Yeah. And we were just about to send him back again. And now I'm thinking. So is he doing all this stuff by correspondence yeah. and you can yep. watch all the lectures? And, yep. And Even exams. They had um, Zoom supervision. Oh, really? Exams. He had to show his room. Like yep. Video his room, make sure there was nothing, you know, on the wall. Or yep. Whatever and, yeah. and do his exams. It's been tough for him though because he's a science geek so he's doing the math science. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. sort of thing which – it's pretty tough. What degree is he doing? Bachelor of Science with okay. mathematics focus. With a f- with a. So pu- in one day you might be able to ask him these tax questions. Right. <laughs> wow. So is he going into like a commerce career or a? It's not really. He doesn't sure. know. No. Just doing that sort of base science mathematics. Yep. Base. Gosh. Basic science first year. Yep. And then on to something in mathematics in the future. I know, wow. we're not sure where he came from either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at you going, oh, gosh, how did you ever help him through yeah. his no, VCE? grade six is when we stopped doing that <laughs> homework. So, Probably yeah. fair enough too. Um, as far as the postcodes go there, so, what are we looking at? Look, it's not just um, – people think it's just suburbs. It's actually postcodes and weirdly in Melbourne um, – one postcode can include four or five suburbs, so it's thirty-two suburbs. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I don't know whether you want me to tell you them all, but give me the give us the postcodes that we might go to: West Footscray, uh, St Albans, um, High Point City Shopping Centre, mm. uh, Maribyrnong. That's um, uh, DFO is out that way. Oh yeah, yeah, Airport yeah, West. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Keelor Downs, Taylor's Lakes. Oh, yeah, Airport Ascot West. Vale's on there. I'm yeah, just Ascot reading Vale. Yeah. Glenroy, Hadfield, Oak Park. Mooney Valley is on Broad there too. Isn't it? Uh, yeah, Mooney Vale. It just oh. says well, Mooney yeah, Vale. but that Ascot Vale, Maribyrnong, all that it's area all that is Mooney Valley. Yeah. yeah and we've is. got, like, our flat is, oh, well, a friend's flat that I call my own because that's before this, that's where we were going to stay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Glenroy. So Glenroy, that's a shame. Yeah. We can't even. No. Go and do because that's where Luke would stay to go and do his running coaching, oh, okay. and now his coach, his coach is in St Kilda, so it's a, a bit removed from all of this. Because these are sort of that inner west mm. type scenario, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. which is alarming. And St Kilda's on the mm. other side, but still, we can't go and stay where we would normally stay. No. Which is Brunswick's uh, on that too, isn't it? Uh, Brunswick, yes, Craigieburn. Brunswick South, Brunswick West. Oh, okay. But still, yeah. still Brunswick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All those shops that have just opened and now we'll have to close again. Yeah. yeah. There was a lady on the radio this morning on ABC just saying she's been closed more often than open this year. She only opened in February. Uh, oh gosh. She's been able to just get everything in place to start having people into a restaurant, and she's had to close again. Oh gosh. Yeah, and I just um I just saw someone from Melbourne uh, who's originally from Robinvale. She's down to see her parents, um, in Bobby's. And she was saying that she can't believe how, like, like Rumbaugh looks alive kind of thing as opposed to Melbourne because she yeah. thinks everything's just dead, like yeah. nothing's open. She mm-hmm. went to the, she, she went to the city before coming to um, Rumbaugh, like last week, whatever it was, and she said there was hardly any shops open. Which and part was, of Melbourne is she from? No, I asked Any of those postcodes? <laughs> the first thing I asked her <laughs> before I talked to her. Yeah. <laughs> before you approached. If, yes. if you came yeah. to Mildura too, you wouldn't know there was a – No. Sorry. No, that there was a um, lockdown because no. everything's open. Even in, yeah. you know, I duck into the supermarket on the way home from work, and it's like yeah. hundreds of people there. Yeah, um, signs on the floor that nobody takes any notice of, and mm. no toilet paper again. <laughs> no toilet paper again. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. weird. The toilet paper thing, I just think, is weird, uh, and that's a media-driven panic yeah. buy. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. That's the media driving that. Pasta, rice, and flour. I understand. Yeah, because at least that keeps, but. But toilet paper? Like, well, toilet paper doesn't well, go off. You know, yeah, but you know what I mean? But why do you need so much? <laughs> why do you need so much? There's something seriously wrong with you if you need that much Yeah. You sh- if you're stocking up on that much toilet paper, maybe stock up on a modium. Because <laughs> like, there's something. No, you don't want to be clogged up. 
Well, and plus, if you eat all that rice and pasta, you will be clogged up. Yeah, well, so. that's right. <laughs> you don't need as yeah. much toilet paper. Yeah, yeah it's so. very, very strange. Um, and also, too, this pandemic is doesn't inf- uh, like it doesn't affect your gastrointestinal system. So, no. why are people so concerned about having to use a toilet more? I think is it something to do with they're scared that they're, they're going to be locked down. They're not like they, they think they're going to not be let out of their house. What happens if they run out of toilet paper? You know what I did see on Facebook the other day? Have yeah, oh, that's my theory. Just jump in the shower. <laughs> but I did see on Facebook the other day and it was on the Buy From A Bush Business Facebook page, which has got some brilliant oh, things fantastic. on there. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. But did you see the other day, Anita, the family role? Oh, yes, I did. Mm. Yes, I did. And I also saw the reusable tissues, <clears throat> which to me is Yeah, hanky. <laughs> <laughs> Family roll, yeah. which is like lovely overlocked fabric mm. toilet paper roll? that you rewash. You yeah, wash it's it. washing like it's it's a roll of toilet paper made out of fabric that you. Yeah, that's not going to happen. No, like the old days, except instead of leaves and bark. Yeah, this ain't the old uh, days, though, Anita. Washable toilet paper. I think yes. I'd rather use leaves and bark. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. It's just like camping. <laughs> Can't take a crap in the yard. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, gosh. So you guys are still under lockdown. We are, yep. Um, and effectively now the Premier has imposed lockdowns on all of these postcodes, but it's school holidays. Yes, and I'm hearing a lot um, about a lot of people travelling up to this part of the world. Well, yeah. have well, you well, seen like the caravan park? Uh, Swan yeah. Hill. Mm-hmm. I heard on the radio again today the people in Swan Hill are saying there's caravans and – Yep. Yeah. And people everywhere. I noticed um, on the jobs website on Facebook, Mungo have said we've we need urgent staff. We're absolutely chockers over the holidays. Wow. Um, and which is great if oh, they're fantastic. not coming from here. <laughs> and, and this is the thing. And this is the thing that's hard to juggle from a public promotion point of view, because all of these businesses, like Loft here, like the Jack, like the motels, like the club, the golf club, all of these businesses are so desperate to get back on their feet. And the figures that we're looking at from losses in tourism, just for this region, and tourism is bigger than I think a lot of people give it credit for, the the figures that we're looking at that we're going to lose this financial year, as opposed to the last six months, are phenomenal. I know. And it will take years to recover. So we can't say don't come here because we want you to come here, but we're also saying for people that are here – Think about a staycation. There are plenty of places that you could go. Yeah, I Menang's lovely this time of the year. But Tullybuck, don't, like you're being sarcastic. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Menang. No, no, go to Menang. I lo- and you know what? The people in Menang are lovely. I'm so sure And are. the Menang pub. Yeah. Great for a feed. I had um, a little staycation in Robinvale last night. You did. I and saw I that. Had, I had a lovely pizza from um, the Jack. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yep. Good pizzas too. Mm, very mm. good. Um, and uh, we've been trying at home in Mildura to eat, even though we wouldn't normally do it, to get something from a restaurant once a week. Yes. Just to make sure that when we do go back to normal, they're still there. Yeah. yeah. Same. And we've been yeah. trying to do the same thing. But even, you know, if if you're in Robinvale and you normally go to Mildura, maybe go to Tullybuck. I was at the Tullybuck Club yesterday and hadn't been there for years because hopefully, fingers crossed, they'll become a clearised immediate club. <laughs> but they've got these river retreat villas down on the water, $300 a week, fully furnished, serviced. There you go. And there's the nine-hole golf course, there's the tape, there's the tennis court, there's the bistro that still does the lemon chicken the same way it was done in the <laughs> 80s, which is brilliant to me. Lemon chicken and chips. Authentic. Authentic. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but they've got a new chef coming. They've got a new um, greenskeep, you know, and even Barham, Kerrang. Like, oh, there's all these places yeah. within 200 Murray k's Downs. of here. Murray Downs. Yeah. I've never stayed at Murray Downs, Murray Downs Resort. Is, nice. yeah. is it? Have you yeah. stayed there? Yeah. yeah. See, I haven't. And I'm nice. sure there's plenty of people that haven't. Yeah. So. Um, and the golf course is excellent. Yeah. If it's, you, it's a bit above my ability. <laughs> well, Luke plays there often, but yeah. Luke plays off six or yeah. something ridiculous. But even indulge apartments, like if you've never had, if you usually travel to maybe, you know, France or Spain or do the indulgent holidays, book yourself a week at an indulgent apartment. Yes. The ones on Deacon are awesome. The Chambers. Yeah, the Chambers are, if you're into that eclectic taste, they're great. They are really good. Um, There's also the CBD. There's that one on the river in Golgo too? Oh, yeah. That one. No, that's not an indulged one anymore. Oh, I don't know Mm. what that is, but it is. Yeah, they're the River Resort. Um, But the Marina Fall, which is the big house on the marina, that's booked out until January 2022. Another one is the Lock um, at Lake Lollarine. 
Yes, oh, yeah. Is it yep. Lock Nine Lodge or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mungo Lodges. Like, there's mm. plenty. And I've never, I hate to say it, I've never been to Mungo. Oh. oh. I know. I, take I know. Every, I take everyone out there. Your kids you? would love it. I know. And you know what? If I didn't have this thing on my foot uh. over this school holiday, then I probably would because it's the same thing. We haven't had a holiday for over 12 months and we're itching. Luke needs to have a holiday, so, you know. A lot of place to run out there in Mungo. <sighs> Thank goodness, because they do just need to run. <laughs> Take a few cardboard boxes and they can slide down the sand dunes. We've actually got a sandboard. Even better. With a handle on it. Mm. So much fun. Mm. But I would hurt myself. I'm that way inclined. <laughs> um, as far as what people do need to know from your point of view, though, moving forward, what's your best advice for locals? Okay. Any cold or flu-like symptoms at all, a sore throat, a runny nose, even if you think it's hay fever, contact the hospital and organise a test. comes back within a couple of days and the worst part of it is waiting till you get your results because really you shouldn't be going anywhere. Mm, yeah. um, stay away from Melbourne if you can. We understand that some people need to go down for school or for medical reasons. Um but just be cautious of where you go once you're there and any symptoms get tested mm. again when you get back um, and try to keep your physical distancing and, like you said, staycation instead of vacation. Yeah, yeah. which I think is – I reckon that's the best advice at the moment and, you know. We want our businesses that. to be here when yeah. this is all over. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want people to go out of business and – no. It's up to us to keep them all open. Yeah. Really a health message, but fairly mm. passionate about it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Same. Um, one question I did have, kids. So kids are home from preschool and school holidays. They've been back for a week and kids are germ carriers. Yes, and they've all got colds and sore And they've all the got they've all got runny noses and stuff. So do we get them tested or do we just keep them home and um, you can get them tested. It's not a um, pleasant test and I can imagine it's not a pleasant test for children. Mm. The main thing with um, full-blown coronavirus is that you would have a raging temperature. Right. Usually with little people when they've got a runny nose or a sore throat, they generally won't have yeah. a temperature. It'll just be that. Yes. Gone back to the cesspool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gone back to the Petri up, dish. <laughs> yeah. And picked up all the germs they possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nothing, like, it's nothing unusual, but I do sort of think about, oh, you know, I had him home for four weeks and then they go back to daycare. One might get wisdom teeth and he's got a runny nose. So, mm, yeah. you know, if there's germs being left everywhere, but if yeah. it's non-viral and I'm still in the habit and the kids now know in the morning I'll get up and just out of habit take their temperature. Yeah. Um, I do that before I leave Mordura. There would yeah. be nothing worse than driving all the way here and then we have my to do temperature it. taken. It. As soon as yeah. we walk in the door at work, yeah. Yeah. we've got to take our own temperature. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Which has been funny for me because I've been riding my push bike in mm-hmm. and it's super cold in the morning. So I get there and I'm like 31, uh, 35 degrees yeah. and I'm like, well, that's it. I'm going home. I'm almost <laughs> dead. <laughs> I'm too cold. <laughs> There's a few people that really sort of take it on their, just on their neck here because yeah. they've been waiting outside in the freezing cold till we get to work. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. and it has been cold the last mm. week. You be, yeah. <gasps> hey. Yes. Funny you say that. I saw some activity of yours on Strava the other yeah, day. Yeah, I finally got around to making it work. Yeah. Good for you. Mm. I, I, you know I do stuff every day just that I don't well, put it on Strava. Well, exactly. So I you feel like say I that. to put it on Strava. Yeah, you say that. But like I said in your little comment section, now it's official. Ah, it's it's not official. official. Exactly. It's not official until you see it on so, Strava. That list there, that's going to be annoying for us because currently when we go to a patient, um, we have to go through the COVID questionnaire. So, the you know, have you had a sore throat? Mm. Have you had a cough, cold? Um, and been in contact. Uh, but we were asking, have you been overseas in the last 14 days or returned? So hopefully we don't have to say, have you been to Brunswick? Blah, blah. We just say, we say, have you been to Melbourne? And or then if they the say spots. yes, yeah. then we would go through the questions of the suburbs. But we wouldn't routinely just say, have you been to because there's, what, 30 suburbs yeah. in there. Um, but if they said Melbourne, we'd say we're, we're in yeah. Melbourne and we could check. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. that's, pretty, yeah. that's a bit easier. It's, it's, it's a bit easier for you. It's going to be annoying for us in yeah. the back of an ambulance going, mm. oh, where's that list again? <laughs> yeah. So on the RDHS Facebook page because we put this on here yesterday, this list. Yeah. We'll hey, share well, the, it list, on. the list is everywhere. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's just going to be annoying for us. Very. Mm. Yep. Well, thus far, I mean, RDHS have done a fantastic job we have, so far. We have done so many tests. We've um, Leanne, who was going to join us, but she's 
coincidentally doing a test yeah. in the community. <laughs> um, she's been out and done farm gate testing. Has uh, she? Initially it was for anyone regardless of symptoms. Then there was symptoms. She's done a really good cross-section of um, grapes, almonds, yeah. um, other things that you grow here in avocados, avocados, avocados carrots, noticed, um, carrots uh, potatoes. Yep. I noticed that St. Rosie Community Health are doing the same thing now too. Yeah. They've yep. taken the lead from RDHS. Yeah. Um, and did you notice what they were saying about all these suburbs? There wasn't appropriate um, information in the right languages. Well, we did that right at the very yes. start. Yeah. We had our own staff speak mm-hmm. in their native yeah. language and put it up on our Facebook. Yep, and we've done the same thing on and the podcast, yep. yeah. um, which I think has actually paid off because you have a look at the numbers and the ones that are in their own languages have yep. got great numbers. Yep. Yeah. So, yep, fantastic. Yeah. And we've done a lot of work to try and get stuff in um, Malay because there wasn't anything in Malay, so mm. they've finally done that for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gabby does Malaysian for me. Yep. Yeah, bless her. Mm. Gabby and Olivia are my go-tos. Um, which is we're just fantastic. lucky to have a fantastic um, multicultural staff. That yes. Yeah. 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 RDHS are really fortunate, mm. and it's it's good now being at Network House that we've got access to so many people, mm. um, which is which is fabulous. I had another question. Uh, when I got tested well, weeks ago, maybe months ago now, my test results getting tested here were back within 24 hours. Yep. They're aiming to get them back in 24 hours. Having said that, um, a couple of people have reported that it's been taking a little bit longer, which is probably because of the blitz testing in Melbourne. Yeah. Because um, they're currently going through these postcodes and knocking testing on everyone. doors and testing. Yeah. They want to test half the population. Yeah. It was funny um, at work because at work if we have any of the symptoms, we have to go get tested and it goes through our streams, yep. like they've got the whole thing set up. Uh, but I just done the. I didn't have the symptoms. I just went and had the. Um, yeah, when they've done the blitz the last time. Mm. Uh, so my mine come back within twenty four hours, mm. and there's those guys that were off work for like three days because they couldn't get their results. Yeah, yeah. and they were supposed to be fast streamed, so yeah. hopefully it's gotten better. They were saying in Swan Hill yesterday that some of the tests going through. Swan Hill District Health Services are taking up to 10 days. Um, Is that because RDHS send them somewhere different through Sunraysia Community Health? and send yeah. them up to Mildura. Right. Through Barrett and Smith yeah. and then they fly out to Sydney. Sydney. Ah, yeah. gotcha. Whereas so Swan Hill go to Bendigo. if they're going to Melbourne or Bendigo, I'd suggest they're getting caught up with all. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that's what they had suggested was happening. But health work, if you're a health worker, as you would know, yeah. and I've had three tests now, so I know, um, <laughs> you, if you put you're a health worker, they're supposed to be back in 24 hours. Right. Yeah. Um, New South Wales Health are doing tests on this side, of, the other side of the river too, mm. and if they get theirs to Broken Hill, they'll have theirs back in an hour. Oh, really? Um, wow. Well, there, is, there is Yeah, mm. there is a rapid test and they can do them at the base, but um, I, I kind of asked the question because – we went through a period at the base where when we bring in patients that go down the COVID pathway, um, there's only, what, I think there's one, two, three, four, five, six beds in ED that are COVID beds. Well, COVID beds. Mm. That's great for the for the yeah. podcast. Yeah. For those who can't see, yeah, he was doing air, yeah. air inverted commas. Yeah. Uh, so um, what was happening was they were chockers. Uh, and, it's, and it's like they've got these tests, but they only had a limited amount. So they can't, like clear them and they have to stay in that COVID pathway. So if they go, if they're going to stay there overnight, they have to go out to the, well, there's a COVID ward. Uh, but if they're going home, they have to obviously isolate. So uh, there is that rapid testing done in Mildura, but I think it's only for a certain criteria. Very urgent. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's yeah. all very, yeah. once you start drilling down to it, it's all very, te- it's the same with anything. And they're testing that um, saliva test at the moment. Yeah. Which is yeah. much less invasive. Is that as effective? Uh, no, mm. not yet, but they're working on ways to make it more. Yeah. Accurate. Okay. And that's fine. I know that the test is, it's uncomfortable. Like, mm. It's, it's not, not that uncomfortable. Much. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, it, who cares? Like, it's, yeah. yeah, it's a bit of pain for yeah, not, well, it's not even well, pain. It's just a bit of discomfort for, what, not even a minute. Yeah. yeah. We females have much more invasive tests. Oh, that. Correct. It is, yeah. yeah. It's no. not an invasive test whatsoever. No. Believe me, it's not that uncomfortable. No. You guys just have got away with no. far too much for no. far too long. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's not that bad. Like, yeah, whatever. Mm. Yeah. So just go get tested if you've got any symptoms. Yep. Yeah. The, um, we do it in the car park, so someone will come out. It's usually a supervised self-test, so we give you this, the um, equipment, mm-hmm. give you the instructions from a safe distance away. And, yep. And um, 
you do the test yourself. Right. We just make sure it brings tears to your eyes and we know you've done it right. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. Kylie did mine at Dr. Jane's clinic, oh, right, f- fully kitted up. Like, mm. yeah, it's kind of scary. So mm. could you imagine a, having a kid tested no. in that gear? Mm. I've been twice to Sunraysia Community Health and they are completely – They're all kitted up? Yeah. Mm. Yep, right from the people signing you in right through to the doctor who sees you and then the nurse who does the test. Mm. Yeah, thank God they are though. Yeah, because and they do a great job yeah. too. Yeah, we're, that's the same as us now. Anyone that rings up with shortness of breath, mm. we're completely mm. in the blue gowns. Yeah, I often see the ambos coming back when I'm going to home yeah. from work with the mask on. Mm. It's super uncomfortable. Even if it's a suspected heart attack, <laughs> if there's shortness, if they're having shortness of breath, they're having a heart attack. So. Uh, how can I say this? The official party line is that when they tell us it's potential COVID, we should be going in uh, with gowns and mm. the full PPE, the full level D PPE. Mm. Um, but saying that, and like there is times when now we've kind of gotten wise to it because the whole doffing and donning thing is so annoying. Like, yeah. Uh, so we'll get to a job and... Just say I'm working with someone, I'll get out fully um, gowned up yep. with the full level DT, uh, mm-hmm. DPPE, uh, go in, have a look and say, oh, nah, they're just like stubbed their toe. The reason why. <laughs> 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 like, the reason why Do people call an ambulance just because they've stubbed their toe? You have no idea, Jade. No, I don't. Do uh, they really? Yes. Uh, but so, well, not that bad. But, you know, like we go to things where um, – like they're in pain because they've got abdo pain. Mm. It's totally unrelated to anything COVID. But yes, when I've got abdo pain, I do struggle to breathe as well, mm. kind of thing. Like you mm. know what I mean. Like it's and it's just the way that the call taker obviously asks the question. And it's like, uh, yeah, you've got pain. All right. Uh, are you short of breath? Well, actually, yeah, I am uh, struggling to breathe. Yeah. So that means that we go in full level deep. In full, yeah. Wow. So, but the thing is, though, we can, and hopefully, we're not becoming too complacent. Because um, we haven't had any well, any cases up this area, up this region. Uh, but um, when we get to the other end, like if we think it's a potential COVID, mm. like we go in and say, well, we can't rule out COVID because they are short of breath and they have mm. got a fever, mm. you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, even though we think well, it's probably not going to be, we'll still go into hospital and then we have to do the whole decontamination of the car as well. Oh, really? Yeah. How long does that take? Well, we're getting good at it now. <laughs> <laughs> The inside of those ambulances have never been cleaner. Wow. And, uh, Can you do the inside of my car? <laughs> no. I'm Please? still cleaning cars. Oh, go on. Uh, and it's I've got a potential COVID case. I've got a two-year-old. Yeah. Runny nose. Bad luck. Please? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's um, – well, so now if we do think it's potential COVID, obviously we put a mask on the patient. Yeah. So they're not spreading germs. And that's great yeah. when you're short of breath. Mm. Yeah, well, another thing, that's what you have to do. I know. And you see patients and they're like, you yeah, know, this is really you know, bothering me. And I'm like, well – Sorry. Oz. Yeah. Because we can't use oxygen masks anymore to deliver oxygen. We can only use nasal prongs. So She's going to ask why. No, I, I wasn't. I was going to oh. say when you're talking about the masks, have you seen the video on Facebook making the rounds of Florida mask protesters or anti-maskers, they're calling them now? No, no. What are they doing? Oh, dear. This is what I've switched off media, like mainstream they, media for the last couple of weeks. They cough on people deliberately. Yep. Uh, yep. And they're saying you're altering God's brilliant breathing oh. system. Um, there's a reason. I, I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't wear underwear. These things got to breathe. There was another one hey, who nothing sat. Nothing wrong with not wearing underwear. Yeah, I know. I I get that you subscribe to that theory. There was another one that got up and told um, the Florida, I don't even know, it might have been the Florida Health Board or whatever, that they were all going to be arrested and they were all going to hell because they were trying to make people wear masks. Like, what is it? What is wrong with people? I read something the other day that said they should have told them it was protect, to protect them, not protect others. Yes. And then they might have got better That's uptake. right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and it's the same with any everything. Yeah. Uh, but, again, the mainstream media's got a lot to answer for with this. They really have. And I've had to switch it off to the point where Luke's been coming home. Oh, did you see that this has happened today? And I'm like, unless it's coming to me in an email, no. Don't care. Well, not that I don't care. I just can't. There comes a point, and I'm at that point now, where you have to switch off or you it's it really starts to affect you. Yeah. So, mm. you know, switch we it off. We did that a while ago. Yeah. ABC is probably as far as we go at home yeah. and pay TV. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, but even then, it Netflix. depends whether you're watching Fox and Friends oh, no, no, or no, no, CNN no, no. or Sky. No yeah. news, no news. No, yeah, no. The new, yeah. I'm glad I'm not alone because I kind of think, well, maybe I'm taking that whole ignorance is bliss type thing. But no, I've switched off everything pretty much too. <sighs> yeah, like I used to be able to handle the project as best as I could go. Oh. That's as best as I could go mainstream. Yeah, and now I can't. They've even got that. bad. Yeah, they've so, got very bad. Yeah, mm. ABC News for me. And yeah. ABC Breakfast yep. is uh, my go-to. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Which is not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. watch it in the morning. That's yeah, what I, uh, absolutely. Anita, thank you for the job that uh, you and the RDHS team are doing. Happy to do it. It's <laughs> fantastic. You're doing such a good job. Can we just – one more thing yes. on, on a health-related note. Mm. It's not too late to get a flu shot yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, that's probably a really important thing yep. to do this year and I don't know whether it's coronavirus-related or not, but we've had a – Across Australia, they've had a massive yeah, yep. uptake in flu it's vaccines. Been great. That, yep. It's yeah. been great. Yeah. That's yep. good. And not to mention you cannot visit someone in aged care unless you've had a flu yeah. shot. Yeah. yeah. So That's um, fantastic. Why wouldn't you have your flu exactly. shot? Exactly. Hey, exactly. Just quickly, all services still running at RDHS? Basically, yeah. Like nothing's stopped due to coronavirus? Uh, no, some things have switched to um, teleconferencing. So the doc, the, RD, uh, the Royal Flying Doctor Service doctors that we have there, yeah. they'll do two days via telehealth. If yeah. they need to see someone in person, they'll set that up. Mm. Okay. Um, but I probably should say to um, Dr Beck from RFDS, it's usually here, Almost full time is actually unwell at the moment. So. Oh, coronavirus! She's got coronavirus. Definitely not coronavirus, but um, she won't be back. We don't know how long she'll be away for, so oh, we're really so missing good. her. And oh. so, Doctor Singh's picking up the slack as best he can. Um, but a lot of his is done by telehealth too. Yeah, um, Luke went and saw the RDHS dietitian. During oh, the week, Aaron? Which one? yes, I think it was Erin. Erin Patania. She's oh, just boy, back from yeah. maternity leave. Oh, yes, um, she's lovely. Yeah. And maybe we should get her next year. Next yeah, week. we we do need mm. to. Um, but he was like, "Yep," she told me this, and was really enthusiastic. I don't think, like, dietitians pretty much. I mean, if you if you know anything about health and nutritional eating, um, no, there's nothing groundbreaking because there's no silver bullet. But she did tell him that he's not eating enough. Now because I can he's tell doing him a this. lot of running now. Correct. Mm. Um, so wives and family can tell <laughs> you until you're blue in the face that you need to eat more and you need to do this, this, until it comes from someone who's qualified with a bachelor in dietetics or whatever it might be, <laughs> then it's invalid. Mm-hmm. So Fair thanks, Erin. I will tell her. Yeah. Um, I think he was. He jumped on the scales and went, well, it was heavier than I thought I was. I went, they're hospital scales. Hospital scales are always about 15 kilos heavier. <laughs> True or false? Um, Say true, true, Anita. Definitely yep, thank true. You. I like <laughs> to think it's true. Yeah. Is, is Rach still there? Mm. Who's Rach? Rachel Knight. Yep. Oh, is she? Health promotion. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't she be? Oh, because oh. I've seen her around. Because now that oh, she's she, moved out. Two uh, days a week. She's moved out of town. They've moved yeah. uh, to. Out to the property. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just haven't seen her walking around or anything. Oh, I saw her the other day at Loft 13. Oh. She'd just come from um, circuit training with Kirsty. Oh, nice. Yeah. So she's yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, to answer your original question, most things are still happening. We even had physio doing um, online oh, physiotherapy yeah. services. So. Good. Who's the physio there now? Um, we've got Joe. She's a she started out a locum, but she had, and had a big trip overseas planned. Oh yes, and <laughs> so our gain. Yeah, uh, overseas trips were cancelled. And she's from South Australia, so she can't go home. Oh, so, so, so she's still here. here. She'll be here till the end of the year at least. Oh, Great. Yeah. Well, that that's well. fantastic. Yeah, that is. That's good for us. And a new OT now, permanent. Who? Her name's Maggie. Um, she's come from somewhere over in the Wimmera and originally from New Zealand and before that somewhere in Africa. Yeah, right. Oh, nice. um, but she's really enthusiastic and full-time permanent. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. So a full-time OT and a yeah. full-time... Physio for a lot for the first time in a long time we've got a full complement of staff which is amazing. <sighs> Great. Awesome. So if you need an appointment, call Primary Health. There's that humming again. Yeah. Mm. Don't know what it is. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> That's just us going crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you need an appointment with a physio and OT, a dietitian, anything in Primary Health, if you need your flu shot call what's the best phone number because i always call when i get admin which is great don't mind talking to deb and jacinta well if you ring um five zero five one eight one six zero you'll get our admin right primary care there we go excellent anita thank you for coming in i'll let you get back to work thank you thanks 
Another successful day, Chalutz. We've been oh, good no. at this. And it's been lovely out there too. It is. So I can, we'll go I, I can at least see a bit of light through mm, that window. I know. Well, until the um, remaining insulation things, I think, go up there. What? Windows? Well, I don't know. I'm into daylight, so hopefully they don't, but we'll see how we mm. go. Tell me, have you registered for the NADOC virtual run March? No, because, and I'm disappointed because it's on the 11th, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, I'm working 8 till 6. Oh, that's convenient, isn't it? But you can still register for that. You've got the can whole I? weekend. Yeah, you've got the whole weekend from, well, NADOC week normally starts on the 6th yeah. and runs through to the 12th or the 13th. So you've got that whole week to do it. So you can still register yeah. and do it. Who are we getting in? Well, probably no, no, Luke. From NADOC week. Um, Kath, Kath Terrick, oh, Kathleen Terrick is going to come in and have a chat about that because she's got an interesting new job that I want to talk to her about as well, which okay. is very exciting. Hopefully we can by then, but there is that run that will be held on the 11th. July. Yeah. So Luke's going to do right. his 21K and oh, yeah, here's an announcement. We've hit. 21k in fundraising. Whoa. 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 That is amazing. I know. So we'll officially write to the Minister for Mental Health, who is Martin Foley. Any relation to Axel? Given that Axel Foley is a <laughs> fictional character in Beverly Hills Cop 1, 2 and 3, no. Oh, right. But he said that he would like to support it in some way. So we might just say, hey, how about you put in the remaining yeah, 21 grand? grand? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, wouldn't it? Mm. And then we can stop working so hard. But yeah. um, things are looking great for this to actually work, which is oh, amazing. Good. Yeah. It's yeah, good. It is good. How's Harley? Oh, uh, well. How's his tooth? No, his ear. Oh, his ear. He's Sorry. doing operation next week. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh, have you got pet insurance? No. Nah, well, apparently it's not going to cost that much. Oh. Yeah. Well, what does that mean for a I vet? I asked them, I said, is it going to be in the thousands? And they said no. So, nine, 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 nine. <laughs> <laughs> and 95 cents. Yeah. Charles, thanks for coming to Robinvale today. No worries. Thanks for having me. Enjoy your week. Have a ball. This week. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Vale Podcast, driven by Pioneer Ford Robin Vale. It's worth the drive. Remember to support our sponsors and shop local. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au.